Conscious Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Um, it's still burning hot in the valley. It's, it's actually hell. It's like we actually, I don't know how many of our listeners live in Southern California and are familiar with San Fernando Valley, but it's hot as fuck. And the devil just happens to live right next door to Erica. For real. It's hot. Wait, what does my what did my baby daddy used to say? Oh wait, maybe it's as cold as penguin pussy. Not hot as penguin pussy. Pain? Penguin pussy. Penguin. Oh, as cold as penguin yeah. pussy. <laughs> so we gotta think of a better one. As hot as. Oh, oh, man, that scared me. Um, hot as devil dick. Devil dick. It's hotter than a devil's dick himself. It's hotter than a devil's dick. Um, the level of focus it requires to ADHD bitches. It's very hot. My dog is very blind, and my nerves are at, on low. Very short. Had a long week, and um, yeah, I'm ready for next year. <laughs> I know. It's like, what are you ready? But you know what? We keep talking about next year and like, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be much different. Like, I, I don't want to rain on anyone's parade, but I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I'm just saying like, gonna, December 31st, the ball's going to drop and it doesn't mean like, the next gonna day. Disappear. Yeah. Like, I'm like, the shit is, doesn't mean tomorrow it's going to be over. So, I don't know. Um, I'm ready for another vacation. <laughs> Honestly. Like, that's what I, I should professionally vacation. You do. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You do. You you've been on a like a vacation for like three months. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean. A real one. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? Anyway, um, um, I'm really excited, you guys, because I am wearing our merch right now. We just dropped new merch on our site yesterday, and it's fucking cute. It is cute, and it says, good moms, bad girl. Good moms. It says, good mom, bad girl. It has an upside, mm-hmm. it has an upside down happy face, and it has like little weed plants. It's very 70s retro. It's semi-retro. You can we designed it. it ourselves. Yeah, we're very proud. Like, we're a designer It took now. us maybe 11 months <laughs> to get this one design. <laughs> Don't worry, there's another one coming. Yeah, there's another one coming. It's, that's not on our site yet. But if you haven't checked out our merch, you should, because we actually have some really cute shit on there. And we just restocked our best-selling t-shirt um, yesterday as well. So make sure you guys go check it out. I know a lot of you guys have been hitting me up. Asking when we're gonna restock the the nude shirt or the beige shirt, and it's up there, so go cop that shit. Goodmomsbadchoices.com, and uh, yeah. and if you haven't joined our Patreon, now is the time. Our Patreon is hot. Our Patreon really is popping. Like it's popping over there Literally. for real. Like I'm proud of our Patreon. Me too. Shout out to May. She yeah. got us together. Yeah, she really pulled us all the way together, and just for a minute. It was a struggle. Now it's it was like a kind of like a desert land over there, but now content popping ton. It's just content after content after content <laughs> after content. Shit, you don't we don't post on Instagram. Shit, you don't see anywhere else. And episodes you won't hear on you know wherever you listen to your podcast. We have bonus episodes there. We have this um, segment that we do called uh, the Roll Up, where me and Jamila roll up our favorite weed of the week and just talk about some of the things that like we don't 
Nice. Like everybody to hear. We don't want everyone to hear. <laughs> Only our tribe members that really want to support us and like really get that full access into our personal life and whatever we're going through at that moment. So make sure you check out our Patreon. Um, we actually did a, a, an episode, a bonus episode with Horrible Decisions that is really, really funny. I don't know if you guys have been able to check it out. Patrons, you know what I'm talking about. Um, we played Never Have I Ever with Wheezy and Mandy and you might be surprised at the things that all of us have or haven't done. Um, also, in true horrible decision fashion, you know, they had a little bicker, bickering moment there. They had a little, little shouting match. A little shouting match, and you know, as the mamas of the group, we had to tell their little asses to sit the fuck down. Go in your corners, be nice. Mandy, you sit there, Wheezy, sit in the corner, don't, turn around. Don't you say anything else, not a single word. Five minute timeout. <laughs> I really felt like a mediator. <laughs> anyway, I love those bitches. Um, so make sure you go check out that bonus episode, only available on our Patreon. Um, and you have to go, in, in order to find us on Patreon, because we're considered explicit, you have to search patreon.com backslash Choices in your search bar. So hit us up. There's become, also sex positions on there. Yeah, there's sex positions. But yeah, become part of our tribe. Get a little closer to us. Get Help to support us. us. It's no, it's a little bad. Oh my god, I, hold on, you guys. I ordered food and now they're calling me. Okay, sorry, that was very important because if I don't eat soon, I'm gonna eat Erica's head off. <laughs> I always forget to eat and then I'm acting psycho and I'm like, why am I so angry? Oh, I haven't eaten. That must be a cancer thing. It's that must be a cancer Okay, thing. this is where it's not going to happen. Now that you're dating a cancer man, you're not going to just <laughs> group us all together. Must be a cancer. You're not going to, Erica now thinks she's like mother of cancers. She knows everything about the cancers. My best friend's a cancer, my boyfriend's a cancer, and you all do this. Y'all are all <laughs> fucking crazy. Whatever. Y'all are so particular about weird shit, and also... I am not particular about weird shit. I'm actually the least particular person that I know. Is that a hickey on your neck? Ugh. <sighs> Is it? Yes. I'm going to fucking kill I didn't even know you could get pickies. Girl, I had cake easy. What? Yeah. Wow. You're like 15 again. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're having a very ghetto episode. Here, I'm just trying to sage the room. I can answer it? It's a FaceTime from fucking New York. I don't know who that is. Um, okay, we're back. <laughs> After 400 interruptions. Oh, yes, I do get hickeys, and I got a hickey. I feel like sometimes my boyfriend's doing it to piss on me. Piss on you? It, it's a like term. It. You don't ever use, like, like, how dogs mark their territory? Um, I don't, I don't know. I just, uh, you don't like that? I don't like that term. Okay, well, that's what it's, that's what it stands for. We all know you want him to piss on you anyway, so... Like in real life, so that's like. Oh my god! Speaking of pissing on people, <laughs> <laughs> I asked him like, "Have you ever peed on anyone? Has anyone ever peed on you?" He's like, "Not on purpose, like maybe in the shower." So we're in the shower, and I'm like, "He's, he's like, scoop out and got to pee." I was like, "When I try, when I, oh wait, did I pee on him? Did he pee on me? Oh, I said I had to pee, and he just let me like pee on his leg a little bit. Did it turn him on? No, no, it didn't turn me on either. I was, no. like, I was like, "How was I?" I was like. Almost as warm as the shower. It's like, like, well, glad we covered that. Check yeah, that off yeah. the list. That was basically how it went. I was like, are you feeling rock hard over there? He's like, nope. <laughs> not really. I was like, okay. I, I'm not really into piss play. Not into I'm, the, I'm the not, pissy thing. I could see if someone was really into it, how I might get into it, but... I mean, yeah. essentially, I do pee on people because... You're like, squirting? Yeah, and I've, you know, recently discovered that I've just been peeing all over the place. Um, 
but does it smell like pee? Does it smell like urine? You know, sometimes. Uh, okay. Sometimes I would say yes, um, but it's not like a strong scent, like piss smell. So like I know it's mixed with some other shit, but yeah. Anyway, not we've got onto this topic of pee and how. Oh, because I said he hickeyed me. He's marking his territory. Also, he kind I peed on him a little bit in the shower. Didn't really, didn't really float anybody's boat. Um, how's your relationship going on over there? How's everything? I haven't seen you in three days. I feel like I haven't seen you in a week. <laughs> What's going on over there? What's happening? I mean, life changes. Um, everything's good, you know? I think, um, when, how long have we been dating now? It's been... Are we, can we can we can we count May? the same months? Wait, at the end of April, so May, June, July. It'll be four months at the end of this month. So mine is like five months. Yeah. So everything's going well. I think that I just realized that um, I'm not girlfriend of the year. <laughs> <laughs> um. I am sure it's not that I'm not girlfriend of the year it's just like I think that I'm learning I'm learning someone totally new totally different than you know my previous relationships um, my other relationship needed attentiveness in a different way and uh, probably and it was in it was in more of an unhealthy way um, and and in this relationship like he gives me so much attention and he um he's so great like he really he knows every shift in my energy which can be kind of scary if i'm not ready to um talk about things um which i've realized like the other day like something happened and i was at his house and i got some news that i wasn't ready to really discuss with him or anyone <laughs> And I knew that I had to leave because I knew I couldn't fake it. And even if I did fake it, he would know. And that's scary. Like, that's kind of scary to be. It's scary, but also, like, it's kind of, I asked for it. Because in my previous relationship, like, I'd be like, hello, can't you tell I'm fucking unhappy? Can't you tell, like, something's wrong? You're not going to ask me? You're just going to, like, let it be like this? You're going to just let, you're just going to come in the house and I'm going to sit on the couch and not say shit to you. And you're not gonna ask me what's up cool so my nigga now will not only ask me what's up but like just go dig deep dig deep and then like if I'm not feeling well he'll like you know send a masseuse to give me a massage which is like so sweet and so amazing and like he just he just really caters to me and I feel like I probably could cater to him more um, I just I don't know like I was saying I think I was talking to I don't know my mom I've talked to a few people about this that like I think that there's parts of me that are still on I can't access yet with him um, for, because I shut those things down after my relationship ended because I gave so much of myself so freely because I was so young when I entered into my relationship that um, those things that I could easily access before don't Aren't, don't come so easily these days. <laughs> um, I'm glad you, you said that because I feel similar. I don't know how to be in anything healthy and kind and nice. And it is hard for me to like be super expressive and like receive kindness because I was in such a unkind relationship twice. 
Young Bay was not that nice either, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. And it's just it's an interesting thing to observe myself in a in a relationship that's healthy, and not be able to reciprocate it, and then be called out about it, mm-hmm. and be like, oh shit. That's right. I'm not. I'm not being nice. You're so nice. I'm not being nice. I did some shit um, last week that was like very not nice, and very not thoughtful. And um, I realized like, I'm, I was seriously just testing the waters to see if how far you could go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also like maybe it's thinking like, eh, whatever. Like I'm, I was sabotaging it. I was sabotaging myself and doing some dumb shit. And, um, I just realized, like, damn, bitch, you so used to having fuckboys around that you're not even, you're not, you can't even receive someone who's, who's being kind to you, being commu- communicating to you, and then he's like, well, you don't really communicate with me, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm here every weekend. Mm-hmm. This is me saying I like you. Duh. But that's not what that means, and... You know, and I think a lot of deep thoughts. I'm always thinking about like, oh God, wow, this is so wonderful. But then I don't say it out loud mm-hmm. because I just haven't felt safe to do that. So um, thankfully, my boyfriend's really kind and really loves me because even though I did some fuck shit, he didn't dump me. <laughs> so here we are, <laughs> still girlfriends. Yeah, I think um, I realized I did, I, um, I went to the beach the other day with my man and my friends, and I took some shrooms, and, um... The chocolate ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You took one? No, I took more. You took two? I took, like, four. Like, the, no, the ones, that, okay, the new bar. Yeah. Side note, DM us if you think we should start a side business of mushroom making. Shut up. <laughs> we are not drug dealers. So many people message me. <laughs> Where I'm in LA, where are the mushrooms? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I just like happened to fall upon them. Someone just gave me these, and a friend of mine. Did they work? They did. It was yeah. It was. Can we it take wasn't, that before it, we go to our next episode. It wasn't like intense or anything, but um, it was cool. But I had this realization that I am getting everything I want, but I just it's hard for me to accept that it's here. It's hard for me to now accept that it's here. And now I doubt everything. Even some of the things he'll say, like I'm just I just have a really hard time with men being right in general. <laughs> and I realize that and I always have to like do my like he'll say something and I'll be like, mm, let me check on that. <laughs> let me like research that more. Because I don't know if you're right. And also my man is also just very he like he's very opinionated. He knows a little bit about everything and sometimes I think that can come off as just like a know it all. And for me, like Sometimes that annoys me, and so like um, I think that's where the disconnect sometimes comes from. And but like also, I'm a know-it-all, <laughs> so I just I um, I just realized that like I just need to like accept what I ha- what I'm getting and like not try to push it away and be um, and question it so much. But overall, I'm happy, I'm good, we're good, he's the bomb, and that's it. I agree, I'm really happy. I feel like my relationship is like a constant scene from Love Jones. <laughs> Honestly, he's just always lighting candles and offering to give me massages. Oh my god, so bringing many massages. me drinks. <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm so hydrated. <laughs> Honestly. 
I'm like, are we in Love Jones? Oh my God, this is a romance movie. <laughs> so it feels really nice. It feels really good to just have someone who's caring and um, t- attentive mm-hmm. and gentle. And I just need to, I really feel like after you get out of any long-term relationship, you might need therapy. Everyone, every single one. I agree. Because I have become hyper aware of how my last relationship, not even Young Bay, well, him too, but like the one before that with my baby daddy that was like forever, is still so much in my system. And as I'm trying to move on from that, I'm, I'm trying to rebel from that, have a new boyfriend and a new relationship, and you can't do both. I've like been in a very rebellious place to like fuck niggas fuck calling me five times, don't ask me any questions, don't ask me where I'm going, don't ask me. I'll see you on Friday. Mm-hmm. Don't even ask me no soups. Don't ask me questions Monday through Friday. <laughs> I'm an adult. I was like, hey, bitch, this is how people show you they care about you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, right. But I'm so used to it being like an invasive, you're doing something wrong energy that I just, after I got out of the relationship, I said, fuck all that. Nobody asked me any questions. Well, how, how's therapy going for you with BetterHelp? Um, it's actually going really good. I, I realized that I probably need to... I thought I was healed from things that I'm not healed from, and I need to take time to be like, hey, can we address these things that I'm obviously not over because I see these patterns in this relationship? But um, it's still going really well. I'm happy to just be like meeting right in my living room or in my bed or on my phone, you know, once a week. And I have a female... Um, therapist because I prefer to have like a female energy and so it's just like really like an older woman mature talk every week that is just keeping me um, grounded honestly and I'm, I'm really grateful for it and I feel like it's helping me be you know be girlfriend of the year because right now I'm like eh, I'm like hoe of the year no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. yeah no I feel you I feel you I mean it's constantly you have to constantly check in with yourself and it does it does help when you have I mean, I guess, like, a therapist can, is kind of like an accountability partner. Like, and I think we are each other's accountability partner, too, but sometimes it's good to have, like, a, someone who doesn't know you, has no, you know, preconceived notions on what your life was like, you know, what, what relationships you've been in, and can just kind of give you a really clear perspective and clear steps on, like, what you need to do to reach the goals, reach your goals, Cause like I know my therapist, she she's like that. Like she actually gives me real advice, and like that's what I really want out of a therapist. I want someone who's actually gonna like, bitch, tell me what to do. Don't therapize me. That's why I like BetterHelp too. Because if one doesn't work, you don't have to go through this entire process. I mean, like you do have to go through the process of getting to know someone, but you can just be like, this is not working. Let me try again, mm-hmm. and then like maybe find someone who better works for you. And it's just not like you don't feel. I also feel like you don't feel as bad breaking up with a therapist. And moving on because it's still the same group. Yeah, right. You know, if you guys if you guys haven't checked out BetterHelp, you really really should. Um, they they're really it's I've never experienced therapy like this. Obviously because of COVID, I've obviously never had therapy over the phone. But honestly, just kind of like being able to really pick and choose my therapist. Like I I actually asked for I want a black I want a black woman. I want her to be around this age, and like you really can customize what you need. And if you're, you know, married, they have therapy for couples. They have therapy for teenagers. Um, and if you're interested, um, check out the details in this episode, and um, you guys get a, a pretty good discount. Um, 
for it's a, actually very affordable. It's super affordable too. Like my therapist, even if you don't have insurance before, or anything like that. Yeah, you don't even need insurance. But like, it's really affordable. Like because before I was spending so much money on therapy. After like, because my my therapist stopped taking my insurance, and I was like, I I loved her, so I was like, and we had already like built this whole thing together. She knew everything about me, and like I've been going to her for a few years, and I was like, oh, I can't afford two hundred dollars a session, so this isn't gonna work. Well, that's the thing, and even with me, like, we so often um, get caught up on like I I don't have insurance, and I'd be like, fuck it, I don't need it. I will say, fuck it, I don't need a whole bunch of shit. I got in a car accident, and I was trying to convince Erica I didn't need to go to the hospital. She's like, uh, bitch, you do. I'm like, I don't have insurance. It's too, it's too much. And, she, and, you know, so, like, I think we press, push aside our mental health, and we, we prioritize going out to eat and drinking and doing all this other shit. But we won't be like, here's $60 this week so I can get my mind right. And let's be real. Like, I blow $60 on appetizers and tequila. <laughs> I do. Yeah, so, it's easy without blinking. So it's just really about investing in yourself. You mentioned breaking up with your therapist, and I feel like this is a great way to segue into today's episode. We asked you guys to submit your best breakup stories, and you guys delivered as usual. So this week, we want to uh, share your guys' stories and one of ours, I think I have actually a pretty funny, well, it's actually not funny, it's just, it's fucked up, breakup story. <laughs> um, because breaking up is hard, you know, and sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's very overly dramatic. It's a lot of things. And I think highlighting the funny, the lows is important because if there's one thing we can all relate to here, right now like you might be listening and you might not be a mom but you've probably broken up with someone or been broken up with so let's just gather around come hither come hither and let's share our breakup stories <laughs> our heartaches and triumphs <laughs> okay this one so this didn't happen to me but it was my brother who did this to one of his baby mamas the fact that this begins with one of his baby mamas. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Here. Mind you, I think my brother has like 15 children. Oh, not kidding. Many of them the same age. Oh, no. Don't share that, please. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> Anyways, he was living with a woman who had just had this baby. I think he just wasn't feeling her. So he told the woman that he had to leave the place he was running. He, pa he packed the entire place up. <coughs> She had literally just given birth. He put her in an extended living hotel and moved all his stuff into storage. As soon as he got her settled into the extended stay with their newborn infant, he moved all of his stuff right back into the place he was renting. Uh -uh. He did all that work just to get her out. I've never realized the extent men go to not, to not be honest with women, and that was my own flesh and blood. Damn! Oh, God. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I've never done anything that drastic, but have you not, like, when a nigga will not leave your house, Protect. act like you have to leave, and then actually leave, and then come back? I'll text you. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And if anyone doesn't get the hint, if you had, if you didn't know this was what you do, if someone won't leave your house, you pretend like you have somewhere to go, drive around the block, pull back up. Mm -hmm. But damn, your own baby? My, Mama? But my whole thing is... Newborn? I don't want to move when I have to move. That's a lot. Like, you packed up all your shit in your apartment, 
and moved, my nigga? How? That is, I hope you got movers because that shit is a lot of stress. Just, I mean, there'd be no other way for you to get her to leave because I would be like, I just had your baby. I'm not going anywhere. Why wouldn't you just go somewhere for the extended stay? Like, why don't you get the fuck out? If you just stay gone, that would, like, you gotta move all your shit. I mean, honestly, that just proves in all reality, like, fuckboys genuinely do just exist. <laughs> you had no reason to go to that. That was, that's ridiculous. And then the other information, it's just too much. Oh, God. I wonder if she ever found out, like, the baby mama. She had to, no. No, because who would even drive back over there to see? Because you would just assume. But, like, wh- where, like, you have, a, you share a child, the child who's never going to see where this nigga right. is going or lives? Like, I don't know. That's, that's, that's fucked up, guys. Okay. So here's the next one. <clears throat> Hi, ladies. I have an epic breakup story to share. I was in a relationship with someone for almost seven years. We met in college, stayed together after we graduated, and moved in together. At some point during our relationship, I sensed my partner was not being faithful. I felt the need to go through his phone and found out he was still in contact with his ex. I confronted him and he denied it. He confessed he entertained her, but nothing happened. Niggas, always, shut the fuck up, anyway. (laughs) For all the men that actually, like that is true, all your niggas have fucked it up for you. I will never believe a nigga that says that. Anyway, we continued our relationship, even though in my heart, I knew he had cheated. I feel you, girl. I started a new job and I was feeling a little low about myself. I lost my self-esteem. I, lo- I lost my. I had lost some self-esteem. At my new job, I surprisingly had a lot of admirers. Better girl. I found myself giving in and having sexual relationships with them because they were making me feel really good about myself, something I was not getting from my partner. I noticed I never really felt guilty about cheating on him. At this job, I met a really nice guy. He was hardworking and that was a turn on. I didn't want to make him a fling like the other guys, and I obviously didn't want to cheat once again on my partner. One night, as we were going to sleep, I had a very vivid dream. I dreamt me and my partner were getting married, but I didn't have a wedding dress, and he didn't have a ring. I was so upset and confused. I had another dream, same night, where I was swimming and noticed there was a drowning baby. I was trying to swim down to save them, and I couldn't. Those dreams to me were messages that I needed to get out of my very comfortable relationship. I woke up and he asked me what our plan should be for Valentine's Day. I said, I don't want to spend it with you anymore. He was so shocked, but we both knew it was over. Our Valentine On Valentine's Day, I took my work crush to, valen- to, to a Valentine's Day concert in San Francisco with Melanie Fiona at the Mezzanine. Shout out to Melanie. Hey girl. <laughs> Her songs about cheating hit me so hard. I ended up getting drunk, so romantic I know, and me and my work crush ended up stopping in a parking lot, coming home, and getting it on. Eight weeks later, I'm pregnant with a man I don't really know after getting out of a seven-year relationship. We have three kids and are still together to this day. My ex later emailed me to confess that he did cheat on me and that he knew I had also cheated on him. We made peace and said our goodbyes for good. That is my breakup story that ended up in happily ever after. Damn. Wait, I want to be clear. She broke up with her boyfriend after a Melanie, Melanie Fiona concert. So she decided after this dream that she had that her what was the dream? So basically, the dream was that she was they were getting married, but she had no wedding dress and oh. he had no wedding ring. And then she had another dream that same night where there was a drowning baby and like she couldn't was it like she couldn't save him or something? Mm. She couldn't get to him and like <clears throat> basically she she took it as a sign that she needed to end it. She woke up. He was like. 
are you gonna are we gonna spend Valentine's? What are we gonna do for Valentine's Day? She's like, we're not doing Valentine's Day. And instead, she spent her Valentine's Day with her work buddy, who she was feeling, and then got pregnant that night. Oh. And he, she didn't even really know him, but you know, they have three kids now and are still married, and yeah, it ended up working yeah. out. And then oh. the nigga emailed her and said, "Yep, I did cheat on you." Well, ladies, <clears throat> go with your gut. Yeah, go with your gut. Yeah, that's a true story of you know, some don't ignore the signs. You're having dreams about drowning babies and naked weddings. ringless husbands, specifically ringless husbands. <laughs> run, it's bitch, probably run. not going to work out. The nigga's a hoe. <laughs> Do not. You're not the dream decipher over here. I should be. Could you imagine? I'd be like, bitch, in this dream, a nigga was hoeing and you. You were falling? You couldn't stop? <laughs> Wait, what happened? You saw an uh, eagle fly over? Yeah. For sure, the nigga was cheating. Oh, it's the nigga's cheating. The answer is... <laughs> that's always the nigga, answer. That's always the answer, no matter what the dream is. Niggas are cheating. Makeup <laughs> um, story number three. So, I dated this guy who was already an ex from high school and college years after college. Wait. Already an ex from high school and college years after college. He had his own place on, on the south side of Atlanta, and I had, some, and I had mine in the city. So here we come. To, so here he come, talking good game about how he wants to be together and live together and pay rent, and all I have to do is worry about the bills. Lies. <laughs> this nigga moves in, and when I ask him for the rent money, he tells me he just moved and doesn't feel like he should have to pay the rent the first month. Nigga, <laughs> what? Okay, so he ends up paying the rent late. When I tell you he moved in on the first of June and we were broken up by the thirtieth. <laughs> Oh, shit. Things that led us to breaking up were he expected me to drop him, <laughs> drop him off to work on the south side and pick him up every day. Jamila knows that ain't no right around the corner situation. <laughs> it's really not. And I was riding a hoopty at the time. Then he kept dismantling my ancestor altar, which is which is a big no no. Oh hell no. Oh, yeah. Talking about I'm praying to dead people without having any education and refusing to read the literature I gave him day after day. <laughs> niggas don't read. <laughs> Some niggas read. Niggas don't read. Men read. No way. Okay. He was a Jehovah's Wait, I'm not done. He was a Jehovah's Witness. But wasn't witnessing shit. <laughs> so he broke up and it takes him a full 30 days to move out. He takes only some of his things, leaving his bed, which I totally fucked true, true boo on. <laughs> Comes back three weeks later, and when I told him he would have to wait until I got off of work that night to get the remainder of his things, he proceeded to break into my apartment and take his things and most of mine. Tossed all of my books on the floor, obviously not re realizing the worth of the books over the Ikea bookshelf. Took my guitar, my radio, and our things of, of personal value. So I call this man who doesn't pick up and tell him I'm going to call 911 on his ass and that's currently that he's currently on probation if he doesn't return my things. I wake up two days later and open, and upon leaving my apartment for work, all of my things, I wake up, uh, wait, fuck. Bitch, can you write? <laughs> I'm trying. You keep writing shit down next to me. Um, okay, I tell him I'm going to call 911 on his ass that's currently on probation if he doesn't return my things. I wake up two, day, two days later, and upon leaving my apartment for work, all of my things, with the exception of my radio, is in front of my apartment. Nevertheless, I put his ass on ice and asked Spirit to never, ever, 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 ever see him again. And I haven't. The end. 
intros Maya case of the X. <laughs> you know she'd be coming in with the harmony. Right. That's gonna be my head. That was a uh, that was a good one. Wait, so she put his shit out. No, he stole her shit. She called him and said, nigga, if you don't bring my shit back, you're on probation. I'm calling the police. Oh, and, and he, he brought, brought it back, it, but, but not... But not the radio, because niggas ain't shit. The radio? But, like, who... Damn what year it? was this? <laughs> 1991. What year was this? 92? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, damn, shit. It's just... Any nigga that steals, breaks and enters or steals... Oh my god. Okay, I can I just remembered one. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, this is this is scary. <laughs> it's a horror story. It is kind of. I guess. Okay, I don't even know if this would qualify as a breakup story. This is like a stalker story. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so I broke up with my ex and um, made him move out, obviously, and like maybe we were still like. Made him what? Move out. I'll move out. Okay. Like dabbling, going back and forth, whatever, but obviously not together. So, just like many of us have done after something intense, you just do weird shit. You just fucking, you, you, you're just trying shit. Rebounding. You're rebounding. <laughs> Had this nigga at my house. I'm pretty sure I just like found him from like junior high in a DM. Weird ass guy. I'm like, eh. <laughs> Nothing's weirder than being alone. <laughs> so he comes by, and um, we're chilling, drinking, and I'm and like I'm already really paranoid because this person was already hyper stalking me on a regular basis in the relationship. So like after the relationship, I, he would like call me hundreds of times, texting hundreds of times, and I lived in a two story building, and I thought. For sure, you know, every little noise I heard, I thought, you know, he was at the door. I was always looking at the window, closing blinds, turning off lights, clocking doors. Anyway, we're sitting on the bed and smoking. And so the way my apartment is set up, I'm on the second floor. There's not even anyone beneath me. There's just a gate or something. And I just hear the gate. I hear it. And something tells me, this is, this can't be good. And you would, you literally, there's no, you have to scale a wall. You have to be Spider-Man to get to this window. And this grown ass man, somehow Spider-Man to the second floor. And I heard the gate. He must have climbed on the gate. And so I tell this other nigga, get on the floor. So we get on the floor and I start crawling to the guest room. So we crawl to the guest room because I, I just got scared because there's a window in my bedroom. I'm not thinking, what's going to happen if he climbs through your window? Bitch, me and this nigga, it was a random nigga in the other room, and I hear the the window open, and I must have froze. I'm like, what the fuck is about to happen? So the nigga just gets up, walks to the other room. I just stuck. I was just stuck. Walks in the other room, opens the shit. No, he doesn't open. He's like, what you doing, my nigga? <laughs> That's all you hear? Yeah. All you hear is saying, man, what you doing, my nigga? This is crazy. <laughs> You look crazy right now. He's like, this is my house. He's like, but you're at the window. You in the window. <laughs> I was shooketh in the other room. The nigga, I just heard the nigga like fall down. He closed the window. And then, oh my God. 
I was such, I was such, so scared that the next day I text him. First of all, I called my friend and I was like, act like you were at my house last night, just in case blah, blah, blah ass. I called him and I'm like, oh my God, please tell me you didn't climb up the window and try and break in the house last night. Because I gave Stacey my key and she took, she took one of her niggas there. And she, they told me that someone climbed in the window. So you made him feel so... Did he believe that? I don't know. Kind of. That's a good... You know what? I'm a queen of a, like, making you look stupid because I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, because I fucked up back in my cheating days. After we said all the shit about niggas, 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 we're niggas. Well, yeah, we ain't shit. (laughs) Um, So, okay, that was my, my, one of my not so strong points of my breakup stories. Okay, here is another breakup submission. So... I broke up with my first boyfriend because I wanted to date other people. He also kind of cheated by asking my friend for sex, which was convenient. <laughs> That's definitely cheating, right? Yeah. Is it cheating? You cannot like, ask me. Is that cheating or is that just you're fucked up? Is the cheating the actual act or is that cheating? It's cheating. It is cheating because had she said yes, you would have fucked her. Right. <clears throat> just want to be clear. Crystal clear, guys. Um, but then I realized if I'm going to go out into the world of wolves, I didn't want to go a virgin. So I went back, gave him my virginity, and then broke up with him again. It was kind of like breaking myself open for the world. (laughs) Crack the egg. Crack it yourself. Disclaimer, this method of breakup may lead him on. Make your ex think you're getting back together because entanglements. Discretion (laughs) is advised. So basically, she was like, I want to break, I want to break my virginity or lose my virginity with someone I I know and trust, and then then I'm done with you. And then move on. This kind of leads me to my breakup story, except (laughs) I wasn't the virgin. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. I I remember I was dating this guy and he was just, he was so sweet. And I was in, I was in high school and he was older than me. And so, you know, when you're in high school and you're dating someone older, you think like, I don't know, you're doing something or some shit, but he was still a virgin. And um, I don't know, it just wasn't. It just he just was a little more behind than I was. I just I wasn't feeling the vibes and but I had never taken anyone's virginity and that was kind of on my bucket list and so I took his virginity. That was on your bucket list to take someone's virginity. Yes. And you know what? At the time, like I had lost my virginity um, in high school as well. With like this guy that I was in like love with forever. Of course, you know if you lose your virginity, someone's like God the end of the world if they just aren't with you and you're not going to be together but um he was such an asshole and I was like he just it was like he took my virginity and just like abandoned me and I was like fuck this I'm going to take someone's virginity I'm going to take a man I'm going to take a nigga's virginity so I did that I was like I, you know what I'm going to take your virginity and I'm going to break up with you but I'm going to do you a favor because you he wanted to lose his virginity like he was like really was like ready to lose it and I was like, you know what, I'm going to give him the best sex that he's ever had. You know, like the best 17-year-old sex I could. Maybe like, actually, I was probably like 16. Six, maybe 15. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. The best um, 15-year-old sex? I give you the best 15-year-old oh sex God, that you've ever right fucking had. You're going to thank me later. I should hit him up. I still have, I have his Instagram. I'm oh going to ask him. I'm like, change your life, right? <laughs> Cracked you open like a little clam. <laughs> As you do, as you tend to do, as you know, if you've, if you've listened to our ex episode, Erica tends to open people up like a clamp. 
I need to go back and re-listen to that episode. I know. I think I do too. We did this episode with with where we interviewed our ex exes, and it was it was interesting. It was very interesting. One of Jamila's exes and her clearly don't like each other. I was like, you guys don't like each other, like at all, still. <laughs> you were like, shut up. You're lying. You loved me. She did. She still does. <laughs> um, I feel like we could do part two. I'm like, how many more exes can I dig up? <laughs> Okay, oh, okay, so um, there's another one. Okay. But this one I, I asked my, I asked Adventure Bay. I was like, what's the, he asked me, what's the craziest shit you've ever done? And I had to really think, uh, nothing. <laughs> because I don't love these hoes. <laughs> no, but honestly, I really don't do crazy shit like that. I'm like way more logical. I don't know, I just. Do you I'm, not? You don't just like lie to people that come to your window and make up stories lying about. is one thing <laughs> lying is one thing when it pre- like when this when you have when you when you feel like you have to lie you don't just okay i don't go like slip tires i'm not coming knocking on your crazy door crazy is a spectrum guys crazy oh, okay. is a spectrum okay right so i'm not crazy anyway i asked him i said well what is the craziest thing you've ever done and this nigga here says, I'm actually still frightened. I'm still frightened about it. You know, you did. You called me like, should I be worried? Like, I don't know. Like, I, you were really worried. And I was like, convincing myself that um, I wasn't in love. I was like, this story is going at the top of this. This, is, this can't happen. <laughs> so he tells me that went in his 20s, like fucking 15 years ago, thank God, that he found out this girl he was dating was cheating on him. He followed her. Because she was getting too cute to just go to her sister's house. He followed her and she wasn't going to her sister's house. She was going to her ex's house. Mm. So this nigga went to their her house, took her dogs. Wait, how'd he get in? You break in the house? I don't I don't know. I didn't remember that mm. part. I don't know, he, he, maybe he had a key, maybe? Nick, I'm gonna need you to know that part of the story. Uh, okay. Nigga's breaking Wait, in. Seven weeks pick, later, I'm gonna be like, um He's picking locks. Seven weeks later, I'm like, remember that time you told me that story four weeks ago? So there's this one little detail. detail. I was just dying to know. There's one little detail. <laughs> um well actually I do need to know that now. <laughs> Thanks a fucking lot. So he goes to her house and I guess she had a small dog. He took this small dog's shit. He took a plastic bag, took the shit, and smeared it all over her closet and in her shoes. In her shoes? All like, like he 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 told me like he was like. Did he have gloves on? He said he had a, like, like was a he black out there smelling like shit? I don't know, but I was like, oh, this thing is crazy. Oh my! Like it was a long time ago, but also, ooh. I wonder. I want to know what her reaction was. Was she scared? He, he Did she call he, the police? He said, I might call the police. Well, but then this is what really scared me. Well, the, he said, I, I, well, I thought about what can I do that I'm not going to go to jail. Can you not? That's, that's, that's a damaging personal property. I don't fucking know, but can they prove it? Her sister called him and he was like, he didn't have, he didn't, when I looked at his face when he told the story, he had no remorse. It didn't look like he had any remorse. <laughs> and I got, I thoroughly got frightened. I did. I called Erica. I was like, Girl, listen. I think she was in Mexico. You were in Mexico still. She called me with like spotty reception. Eric, can you hear? I was like, what is this? I'll call you right back. And I gotta get there. Just like literally, like I'm gonna go outside. I'll be right back. And then like, hello, hello, can you listen? Erica's like, I don't, I don't think that's a red, red flag. I was like, if that's the case, niggas should be terrified of me because I done killed niggas in my sleep, in my dreams, and or not, well, in, well, I guess in my dreams, not in real life, but 
I don't know. I mean, I just feel like, I just feel like maybe she deserved it. She, I would, you know, there's a lot of things I wish I would act more on. I do wish I was crazier. I wish that I would be crazier because, like, I actually get excited. I was excited to know, like, what it's like to, like, do something crazy. To just follow, like, get in my car and turn <laughs> my headlights off, follow a nigga around the block, like, just camp out, wait. You- you know what? I I kind of want to do it. I'm, I would get, I get too crazy. If I catch you doing something, I don't know what's going to happen to you. I'm going to black out. It's best that I take a step back and, ex- and reevaluate how I feel. Because you don't want me to pull up on you. You don't want that. Oh, my God. Oh, Adventure Bay. I know, Adventure Bay. <laughs> Adventure Bay. I need to ask. Poetry Bay, what his craziest breakup story is. This is very important. Yeah. But you know what? At least one thing I did feel good about is I was like, well, one thing's for sure. This nigga ain't lying. <laughs> this is a true story <laughs> that I would have been embarrassed to share. But I'm so glad that we're being honest here. I will never lie to you ever. No, but. Mm-hmm. Well, my next breakup story is <laughs> I was lied to. So I met my boyfriend, this boyfriend that I dated, who was absolutely crazy, um, in New York. He was like on, I should have known. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I should have known. He was like on the corner, like selling, um, what's the fucking shit where like, you like put give money to kids in Africa, like give money to different kids. It was like Children's of America or something You like dated that. a guy. I met him on the corner. Selling Children of America. Yeah, With a can? Like, no, it was like a group of them. They were like, have these notebooks, show me a picture. He's like, had the gift of gab. I will give him that. He's a Dominican from New York, okay? And a fast talker, baby. Probably mm-hmm. got a nice hair. I met him. I met him in, on a trip. I was out there with my mom or something. And uh, I met him, have like, fell in love. Like, he, he, t- oh, he also told me that he was a model for Dolce & Gabbana. And uh, he showed me, he even showed me the pictures. And they were all like side profile pictures. So, like, it looked like him, but, like, it <laughs> he like, could have been someone else. He had his portfolio ready to present. He was showing me. He was like, yeah, like, I put my model for Dolce Gabbana. Like, this is my side hustle because I care about the kids so much. <laughs> I have an apartment. Oh, you look, you're from L.A.? Oh, I have an apartment in L.A.? Like, just gift of gab. I was like, oh, my God, he has an apartment in L.A.? He's a model. He cares about the kids. He, he like, he, like, went, went to Starbucks. We sat down. He How talked old to me some more. Um, I was, like, 18. Okay. Um, and so... Anyway, so this nigga, I, at the time, I, what was I doing? Oh, I was working, oh my god, I was working, I, we started dating, oh no, I wasn't working at, Ga- at Geffen Records yet, and that's where I met my ex that we interviewed, <clears throat> but, uh, which he gets into the story too. Well, wait, this is in New York, or is he here? I was living here, he was in New, the, my, the nigga I'm talking about that lied to me was living in New York, I was on a trip, oh, and okay. I met him, okay. and I, like, made him my boyfriend on that trip. You know you used to do shit like that. You're right, right. He's like, you go to Six Flags, you go to <laughs> he, we go together. Yeah, we go together now. <laughs> Don't see each other for like four weeks. <laughs> no, like four months. Three months. Maybe never again. Never again. It's like, I have a boyfriend though. Like legit, like he's my talk, man. And I will fight you for him. And we talk on the phone every night for hours. I will fight you. <laughs> we only met once. I will fucking fight you, bitch. He's coming out here soon. <laughs> like I, yeah, anyway. So my dumb ass, like what was I doing? Like I think I... I don't know. I had a little bit of money. I was like working somewhere at the time. And I was started like, he always had a reason why he couldn't buy a ticket out to LA. And so I was like buying, I was like sugar mama. I'm sorry, Cuddy. I fucked up. Poor <laughs> Cuddy. 
I was being his sugar mama and like I was flying him out whenever I could like scrapping up my coins um like I remember I asked my mom if he could stay with us and she was like what what the fuck <laughs> hell no and I was so upset I was like why it's my boyfriend he'll sleep on the couch she won't even sleep in my room I'm 18 now mom she was like hey, he's visiting how the fuck no um anyway like I, I did that a few times people were in like oh my god his dick was so big he was short he was like five seven i'm short niggas five seven light skin like uh, he was like this is when you're still in your light skin yeah this is when i was still light skin and he was so high he was he was pretty fine at the time um and uh actually he just started following us on instagram recently please show me him <laughs> i need to see this i need to put his face i saw him start following us and i was like oh no why how long did this relationship last it was like nine months Oh my god. Look, that's him. Oh god, what is this hair? What is that? Is that him? Yes. Oh no, Buffy. Okay, that's him. Uh, but his, he had like a sit, he was ripped anyway. <clears throat> so, not only throughout, like, throughout the relationship, I had just started to realize that he was oh a very much a liar. Like, he would just lie about show all the time. He did not have an apartment in LA. Like, there was always a reason why, like, we couldn't stay there. Like whenever he'd come out here, he'd be like, "Oh, I'm renting it out to like other models or like just dumb shit." I was just other models. Yeah, like he looks like, like a con artist. He doesn't look like he used to be fine, Eric. Yes, he was finer no. then. Yes, no, I way. swear, I promise. This doesn't look like he, he's oh, just scrolling. You should see how hard he's because I have to go deep, bitch. I was 18. You gotta go deep, deep, like way deep. Anyway, there was no Instagram deep. He was more chiseled and skinny. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> I uh, he I realized that he was like a liar and a, pretty much also that like it was very I started to realize that that Dolce Gabbana ad probably was not real <laughs> either. Okay, so throughout our relationship, he had this friend and he this girlfriend, and when it was like his best girlfriend and like he was always with her and every time I went to New York, like, she happened to be out of town and like she couldn't meet up with us, but he always assured me like she isn't trust me like I, she's not my type at all. In fact, she is missing an arm. She told me she was missing an arm. Wait. <laughs> like, that was, like, how much he wanted me to, like, just understand that it was just friends. Like, there's no way he would date a bitch with one arm. So, it's just definitely not. It ain't it. So, um, at some point, like, I knew. It was, like, we our relationship became very, like, volatile. We would argue all the time. He didn't trust me. I didn't trust him. At some point, we got engaged. <laughs> Wait, actually, like, yeah, I was like eight, like maybe nineteen at this time. Like, I think I had my birthday. Um, but like, because my mom, it was like another time I got mad at my mom and she wouldn't let him stay, so we stayed at my girlfriend, my girlfriend Gigi's house. Shout out to Gigi, and she had her own apartment at the time. And so I just remember like she left, and like we were half fucking on the couch, and like he was on top of me, and he was just, like we were just having sex, and he. Marry me. Marry me. And I was like, yes. And then he pulled out the ring. Like, he had a ring, you guys. If you don't he had a, I, I still have the ring. Oh, my God. I'm going to post it on Patreon. Please. I'm going to show you the ring, guys. It is like... You need to show him this picture because he's not fine. <laughs> and I scrolled to the bottom and he's still not fine. Oh I'm pissed. Like, you got to post this one particularly. Oh, God. It's so... That's not a good one. I'm sorry. None of them are good. Shut up. Anyway, the ring. It was like this tiny... The tiniest... Speckle of a diamond, like 
the tiniest. You still have it? Yes, I still have it, just just for fuck's sake. I'm actually really glad I kept it now. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's, I remember like I brought my friends to dinner to tell them we were engaged, <laughs> Jessica and my friend Natalie. Oh my god, I think I kind of now remember this story now. Yeah, and they Jessica. were, yeah, and I was like, you guys, I brought you here to tell you <laughs> that we are engaged. And they were like, we're going to go to the bathroom, we'll be right back. And they both left to go to the bathroom. We're like, these bitches are going to talk shit about me. And <laughs> they did. And anyway, I, at some point, like, in the relationship started going, just, it wasn't healthy. And I started working at Geffen Records, which is now, was acquired by Interscope, whatever. I was an intern there. And that's how I met my, my ex-boyfriend. And um, he was my boss. And I ended up, I started cheating on my boyfriend with him. And uh, he wasn't a real boyfriend to begin with because he was a real boyfriend, and also because he didn't live here, and also because he was lying. Yeah, and you were 18, and that's what you do, yeah. So, uh, can you realize he really wasn't in the Dolce and Gabbana at? Oh, wait, you know what? Also, this nigga gave me an STD. <laughs> oh no, we're definitely posting his thing. <laughs> that was the end of the line, actually. That was where it ended. That was like the end of our relationship for sure. <laughs> Chlamydia is, I don't have it anymore, guys. <laughs> <laughs> She's a survivor. If I'm a survivor of chlamydia, no, I know there's a lot of you out there. I feel you in solidarity with the chlamydia survivors. <laughs> no, I've heard it's really bad. I heard it's very like. I don't even like. I, I just. I just. I didn't have any symptoms actually. I just went to go get a regular checkup oh. and found out that. I had. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Um, is that okay? I just want to know for the record. Is that a story we could tell Luna and Irie just to prevent them? Probably. Yeah, I'm yeah, for sure telling her about okay. my chlamydia story. And like the niggas lie. I think people need to like. I feel like we need to destigmatize the shame um, in sexual transmitted this, diseases because people are out here fucking, and yeah. so somebody's getting this. Shit happens, and people will be reckless. Yeah, like this nigga. Anyway. <clears throat> So we broke up. Well, we broke up, and then he still was trying to get back. He was still trying to get back together with me, and like my dumbass was still like, I don't know, entertaining it, whatever. I get an email from this girl, and she's like, "Hi, my name is blah blah blah. I'm best friends with um, your man's girlfriend, and they've been t- they've been in a relationship for um, a year and a half, and you know." she has told her that you guys are just friends and that like and I was like what no we've been together for nine months he told me that she has one arm (laughs) and that they are just friends oh so she used the the she said no he told her that you have one arm (laughs) the shit you could do before Instagram she told you she told her that you have one arm and you just give him money I was I'm literally gonna DM him right now (laughs) who the fuck thinks of the one arm like that's the worst thing you can come up with that's gonna make that's gonna breeze all her fucking little well you know men they always feel like if they downplay a woman's like physical like physicality to another woman it's for sure guaranteed that that means we're not they're not attracted to them they would never fuck them nobody had one arm he totally made it up Mm -hmm. totally made it up just fucking just no one asked you to do this here's the thing though I guarantee you and I also probably would have never found out about her I mean at some point I would have got this email but like I he could have just been in New York chilling with the bitch like I never would have even known like he didn't even he didn't even have to do this lie it was just a dumbass lie I guarantee you wherever he is in the world he still is a pathological liar so then that was the, uh, that the chlamydia and then <laughs> the the one arm 
the dual one arm exchange, <laughs> that was the end of it for me. We broke up, and then I jumped straight into my next um, a traumatizing relationship. Um, hence why we're here, discussing all of our traumas every week. <laughs> yeah. And for years, that guy stopped me, like, heavily. Stopped me, would not leave me alone. Flew out to LA, showed up at my mom's house, just like your mom's. I know she was like, "You wanted him to stay at my house, bitch." Yeah, like showed. I like I think I brought him there one time, and he like, and that was like three years before, and he remembered where she lived three years later. It was like he came back three years later, hit my friends up for years. Did you tell um, the one hundred grams friend that he proposed to you? (laughs) That you were actually engaged? Of course, of course I did. I think at some point too, I I had. I said, you know what, I think this is like a promise ring. This is not an engagement ring, it's a promise ring. Um, it was very small and I could not accept this as my forever. <laughs> um, and also you're crazy, but that dick was so good, it really was. I'm just, minus, it's minus the dirty dick. Now that I've seen him, I'm even more confused. I am gonna find the, the photo. Fine. You have to ask Sebastian. Sebastian can vouch for me, he was fine back then. <laughs> He was. He was smaller, and he was chiseled, and he just was like, I don't know. He was just, I don't know. So if you want to see Erica's other half to this epic breakup, go to patreon.com backslash Choices. We're going to call Sebastian live, get his response live to these looks, this engagement ring, and this overall relationship. That's right. Go to patreon.com backslash good moms, bad choices, so you can see what this fool looks like. <laughs> I'm telling you, Fashion, you better not. You better vouch for me, nigga. <laughs> I'm about to do it right now. I need to know. Um, well, that was entertaining. <laughs> um, yeah, so breakups are not always great. Um, while we were sitting here doing breakups, I, I came up with like three other episodes. We need to get everybody's best cheating stories um, and the dumbest shit you ever did for some pussy or some dick. <laughs> like Erica <laughs> accepting a very tiny ring on the couch of her friend's house. Engagement type shit. I mean, he literally asked me to marry him while he was inside of me. I feel like that is just fucking, that's just really manipulative. <laughs> And of course I'm gonna say yes. I probably was like mid-orgasm too. I don't even know if I said yes to him or the ring. I have no idea. But either way, still unwed. <laughs> <laughs> Two engagements though. True. Oh my god. Been been engaged twice. And don't you dare. Modern day Elizabeth Taylor. No, I'm just anyway, um, you guys, we are having our first meetup. Since COVID, we are having a social distancing meetup in downtown LA on September 4th. It's a drive-in movie, y'all. Yeah, we're going to go watch next Friday. And you guys definitely want to come. I know you guys have been dying to get out. You guys are supposed to stay in your car, so, you know, be safe. Do that. And there's also contactless um, food service. And the food service, if you guys live in LA, you've probably heard of Comfort LA bomb black owned so soul food restaurant yeah so good bomb soul food restaurant and uh who else oh there's a mexican restaurant what are they called fuck i'm forgetting it's all on the website um and mama soul is gonna be baking and having all of her delicious cakes you've probably seen us post about it but 
It's an outdoor cinema event. Um, these uh, events are going to be happening throughout LA, I mean throughout downtown LA, um, and it's just a really dope experience. I'm really excited. You know I've never been to a drive-in. You haven't? No. There used to be one in the Valley years ago. There are still two in LA. You need to really do that. I am. I'm about to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm shocked that this is your first time. I know. And I love next Friday. So We're, we're not gonna... bringing kids, right? Hell no. Okay. I just wanted to be okay, sure. yeah. Let's be clear, guys. Probably don't bring your kids because it's next Friday. And I'm going to be smoking weed. I'm going to be hotboxing the fuck out of my car. Sounds like a great plan. Right? I'm going to have snacks and shit. Wine, and on top of ordering sweets. food. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's going to be fun. Come kick it. And it's like our first meetup in months. Yes, I know. If you guys, like, we usually do monthly meetups. Sometimes we try, sometimes we even do two. The last one we had was in New York, and it was so amazing. Uh, I'm actually, like, if we were going to end at all meetups, I'm glad it ended on that one. Yeah. Because we met with some of our uh, New York tribes, and we had the best dinner and, like... The we, best time. Yeah, we had so much fun with them. We went dancing a- afterwards. It was just, it was just fire. So, I'm trying to, like live that slash top that this time so come through come hang out roll your joints bring your wines bring your friends fill that car up go to instagram and get our discount code yeah if you um check out our the link in our bio uh there is the link right there and the discount lasts until this friday so you definitely want to go out and purchase those tickets before then Friday the 21st August the 21st 2020 yeah um, and they're almost sold out so I, I highly suggest that you get your your tickets now because I think last time I checked they were already at 50% capacity um, because obviously it is a social distancing event and we need space um, yeah <laughs> uh, anyway you guys I hope you have a wonderful week hope you're not cheating or getting cheated on, but if you are, life goes on. (laughs) Sorry. Or good for you. (laughs) Life does go on. Just open the relationship up. Um, And if you haven't yet, if you could, please do us the favor and go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It just takes five seconds. Give us that five-star rating. Don't consume our content if you're not, you know, just at least saying, hey, I liked it. Yeah. We're asking very little of you. Yeah. There's, like, a good amount of thousands of people listening right now. Please. Just take one second. It would make a big difference for us today. Just do it today. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of the Apple iTunes, whatever the fuck, Apple Podcasts. Keep scrolling, and at the bottom, I think it says rating review. Boom. It's that easy. Thank you in advance. <laughs> all right, we'll, get, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace.